You saw the thumbnail, and it's a great question, and it's not uh, uh, rhetorical. Are we at war? We're going to kind of build a case that asks a really great question that maybe nobody else is asking, but the key to having a better answer is to ask a better question. So we have a guy with not one, but two PhDs, Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. got to join the studio audience in, 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 in applauding you coming coming on. But, you know, we have conversations offline and we text together a lot and I'll see things and I'm like, is this what I'm thinking? And we're texting it to you and you're sending us, you know, things back and forth because, it, you know, you kind of you kind of make the economy understandable in, in a way that brings a lot of peace. But also you kind of point out where the landmines are. And there might be when you put this and this and this and this together, we might be at a little different place than maybe you know, what our well-trusted news media and our well-trusted government might be actually telling us. They're not going be as forthcoming as, as uh, you'd assume. I don't think they're as forthcoming mm-hmm. as, as <laughs> what there is. I mean, you look, are we at war? I mean, great question. I mean, there's numerous kinds of wars, right? You can have the geopolitical war, you know, with mm-hmm. tanks and, and guns and everything else. You can have an economic war. You can have a war of words. You can have a war of ideologies, yeah. right? Well, what we're seeing right now, yes, we we are at war. So so let's just look at some of the stuff that's happening recently. We've got the big chemical spill in Ohio, right, from a train derailment. Well, then you find out there was a train derailment in Houston or train derailment in South Carolina, right? All within a matter of two days. Coincidence? I think not. Who knows? But how in the world could this all happen in, in three days? And then over odd. the last week and a half, you've had like four um hot air balloons with spy stuff on it being shot out of the sky by F-22s, right? Our military is shooting other government stuff out of the sky. They're shooting stuff down and they don't even know what it is. They don't know where it came from, what it was, but they're shooting it down. Yeah. Well, now the problem is they they obliterated it, right? With a missile from an F-22. Who knows what, if we're ever going to find out what it was, right? But it appears that they're Chinese hot air balloons with spy technology on them, right? Yep. If that's happening on our territory and we have military aircraft shooting it down, is that an act of war? Yeah. If it looks like it, smells like it, acts like it, it probably is, right? So I think what we're seeing is the beginning of geopolitical conflict. And this is already adding tensions to the already massive tensions we have between China and the US. Now that we're starting to shoot things out of the sky, now, who, who's behind train derailments when trains just don't fall off the tracks, right? It's like we've gone years or without these kind of things happen. You get three of them in two days. What? What? I mean, well, I, I just start to think, and I can't prove any of that, right? But you start to connect some of these dots. It's like things being shot out of the sky, massive train derailments, toxic, you know, clouds in the air that are impacting the water supply and killing fish and killing livestock. The, and the fish are dying in the water, but it's safe to drink. Imagine that. I mean, seriously, the fish live in water and they can't drink it because they're dying and we can drink it. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Right. So, no. so these things are happening, but so to me, that's that smells kind of like a wartime scenario unfolding but under our eyes. But let's look at economic warfare, right? So we've been talking a lot about central bank digital currencies over the last month. Well, so it's out and hitting real time, right? So the Bank of England confirms, yes, earlier this week, that they're going to have their central bank digital currency by 2025. So it's no longer theory. 
it's no longer a conspiracy theory, right? It's this is what they were talking about at World Economic Forum in Davos a few weeks ago. Um, Bank of England, they're launching theirs by 2025. China and, and the BRICS nations already saying, we're going to have ours, right? The, the Russian finance minister said, hey, ours is going to be so good. We're going to back it with gold, right? So, so they're trying to use that gold as a carrot to put people into their central bank digital currency to eliminate all of their privacy, all of their financial freedom, right? This is what this is all about. And um, so there was a report earlier this week that I read that said, hey, we're, we're going to possibly under a central bank digital currency, you know, put a cap. If you, if you read into that article on Bank of England, what does it say? It said they're going to put a cap on withdrawals of $25,000. Right. Mm. If you I mean, this is this is crazy. It's like this is where your digital social profile comes in, where yep. you say, OK, they're going to know everything that you buy and sell, what you spend, what your appetite is, what your habits are. And based on that, they're, they're going to put a cap on your withdrawals of twenty five thousand. But it's like, wait a second. This is my money. Can I get it out when I want? Well, the answer is no, <laughs> you no. Really can't because they don't look at it as really your money. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, this is economic warfare at the individual level. It's not nation state against nation state. It's the banks against your own individual sovereignty. This isn't like a nation giving up their national sovereignty for like the, the countries like Germany, France, Italy, you know, the Dutch. When the euro came into existence, they had to give up their national sovereignty to basically be part of this euro currency that was established four Correct. years ago. Well, this one is different. This is you giving up your individual sovereignty, not your national sovereignty, your individual sovereignty, because it has the ability to cut you off from buying or selling. So you've got that going on. You've also got the other economic war that's happening with, with Russia, right? And, and when the G7 nations basically said, hey, Russia, we're going to cap your oil at $60 a barrel. And Putin said, no, you're not. I'm just not going to sell it to you. Right. Right. So because it, when oil was seventy nine dollars a barrel, we cap it at 60. He's going to say all of you G7 nations that actually put a cap on that. I'm not going to sell you oil. And Russia, between oil and gas, is the largest exporter of fossil fuels in the world. It's not like they're small. Right. So this is a big deal. So what did Biden do um, just earlier this week? He's selling twenty six million more barrels from the strategic oil reserve. Because if we're not getting it from Russia, he wants to keep the price down. Because if you have low supply, yes. that's going to cause prices to go up. But what and, is the strategic oil reserve? But if people haven't been that's watching that, he's taking for- a lot of heat for not replenishing what he already got rid of. That was already a problem. Mm-hmm. And, and now he's selling more of it. Yeah. Now he's selling more of it. And that strategic oil reserve is there for wartime. Right. And he's dipping into it. So it begs the question, are we at war? Well, if he's digging into it, and that's the that's the caveat of going into that, well, he's borrowing from it. Well, this puts us at a huge geopolitical disadvantage during times like this where they're dipping into it to artificially keep the price low because Russia is not selling oil. This is economic warfare at its finest. And mm-hmm. Russia, China, they're doing a pretty good job at fighting this economic war. Add to that geopolitical conflict, add to that political conflict, add to that social conflict. Everybody hates everybody because of any reason under the sun, you name it. Um, You know, we're not in a world of peace. We're not in a world of harmony right now. And this is where we become enter into a dangerous situation 
geopolitically, politically, socially, economically, all converging at once, David. And that's what you do is you help people kind of kind of navigate this. And you have a, a, an incredible team of people that we've had a chance to, to come to Denver and to get a meet and, and hang out with. And and uh, like literally every person that works for you is like the kind of person you want, like your your child to bring home as a date. You know, I mean, I mean it's just this the best people You're like how, how does he find all these great people? And I, we've known you for over 25 years. And so it kind of kind of goes back. Your dad was a mentor of ours. So, uh, you know, the, 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 the trust level is high. And you got to ask yourself, who do you trust? Do you trust the media? Do you trust the government? Do you trust what they're telling you? When you got the transportation system crashing, you got Chinese balloons flying over the country. That's the, with the kind of arrogance of somebody just walking into their neighbor's house and uh, putting their feet on the table and open up his fridge and and having a beer. You know, that's kind of how China is treating the United States. You got that going on. Uh, the, the the oil situation, energy. Those are the things that make you a nation. Is a border, a transportation system, and energy, and the water. You know, when you can't you know drink that in, in some of these states. So the things that we should trust, we cannot. I can tell people. Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott is somebody that that we trust, and you want to get your money out of the system that they're trying to crash. They're calling their shot central bank digital currency. They're wanting to move towards that. You need something outside of that system that has value that goes up in these uh, times. So go to flyovergold.com, fill out a questionnaire, just give them your name, email, they'll get in touch with you. Get this ball rolling today so that you can be able to make wise choices. Sit down with your family, your advisors, people you care about and say, hey, what should we be doing right now? Or you can call them, 720-605-3900, or go to flyovergold.com and it gets you into this world. There's PDFs you can download, there's videos you can watch. The only thing you could really do wrong right now is put your head in the sand and follow the sheep right off a cliff because that is what the media is wanting you to do. There's nothing to see here, but you know what? There is something to see here, but you need to take ownership of it and look it square in the eyes and make wise choices. Dr. Kirk, thank you for your time. We appreciate it so much. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what are you going to do about your finances? If you went back to 1920 and you had a $20 bill and you had one ounce of gold, you could go into a men's clothing store and you could buy an entire suit, the jacket, shoes, pants, wow. belts, everything. Today, what would that $20 bill buy you? It wouldn't. You couldn't buy a handkerchief for the $20 bill, but that one ounce of gold would still buy you, even today, it would buy you an entire men's suit, shoes, belt, pants, jacket, everything. That's the difference. But today, that change is happening faster than ever. And we know a guy by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott that we've known for over 25 years. He has two PhDs. This is who we're actually using. This is who our friends and family are using. And he's a guy we trust completely. And in today's era, you need somebody you trust. So go to flyovergold.com and learn how to protect yourself against an inflating dollar. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.